Become a wealth creator today. Text VISIT to 800-454-1184 to schedule your 15-minute call with Eric and his team. That's VISIT to 800-454-1184. More than half of all Americans turning 65 today will develop a disability that's serious enough to require long-term care, which could potentially be a big, big expense that impacts you. So we want to help you prepare for this, and that's what we're going to be talking about today on our show. Thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric and his team at Heckman Financial are right here in the Silicon Valley area, and he has been helping people have remarkable retirements for over 30 years now. That's why he's here again today to guide you. He's a certified financial planner, and it's his goal to help 1,001 people retire by 2031. Here's the phone number that we want you to use for our show today, 800-454-1184. You may call or text this number, 800-454-1184. If you text the number, text the word toolbox, you'll get Eric's book, Blueprint to Worryless Wealth, plus some other educational materials. Really cool stuff that he and his team have worked hard for. Just text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184, and find us online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com. And Eric, hello to you. Yeah, hey, Luana. It's, it's a good topic to be talking about uh, you know, for in terms of long-term care awareness month here. Yep. It, it, it's one of those things that really none of us want to ever talk about. No. So, so, so it's also a tough one because uh, it's, it's something that, I think is uh, probably the number one planning process is the ostrich plan. Um, Uh, Stick your head in the sand and just don't do anything. And that's not the right plan at all. No, it is not. So over half of Americans 65 and older have some type of a serious illness. And uh, here's some more stats for you here. 80% of adults who are getting long-term care at home, they're relying on their family and their friends. I know people who have done that as well. I'm 64. I have, you know, friends, acquaintances who have quit work to take care of their parents. And that's the other thing. About 90% of family caregivers are having to quit work um, and switching maybe to part-time. And that's in the stats, too. Around 40% of caregivers had to switch from working full-time to part-time. So your reaction to all of this? Yeah, well, it's pretty good evidence that that people... You know, don't really have a plan, right? Uh, I mean, I I had a uh, somebody worked with years ago, and uh, she was a uh, you know like an office machine kind of salesperson, right? Doing the, the fancy copiers and all that oh, type of stuff, and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure she was 100% commission, or maybe she had a little bit of a base, um, but not much. And uh, you know, one of her parents got sick, then the other one got sick, and they didn't want to you know have to go in any facility, so they had round the clock caregivers, but she had to also keep going in there. Well, she didn't have any time to do any sales. She's single. You know, mm-hmm. she was in her late fifties at the time and she was using up all of her time and not making any money pretty much to, to help them. And they were burning through their assets at the same time. And when they finally passed away, she did not inherit much money, <sighs> oh. uh, you know, or anything because they'd spent most of the assets. And then she was several years older and with no money because she hadn't been working and putting money away for retirement. So yeah, it, it kind of hurt both generations. And so th- that's one of the things that you have to really watch for is you need to have some sort of plan for this. Okay. So, all right. For so many of us, we don't really know how to address long-term care. So let's go over 
questions that you can tell us we need to be thinking about right now? Well, I mean, just kind of, I think most people kind of know what, what's the issue, right? <laughs> At some point, they may not be able to physically do everything they can today. Uh, there's mm-hmm. this fancy term called activities of daily living. And yep. once, once you can't do two of those six activities of daily living, yeah, you, you, you're going to need some sort of care. Uh, you know, and, and there's, there's really only three ways to do it. One is, you know, you, you self-insure, which is what most people are doing. They have no plan. <laughs> Uh, they might be intentionally self-insuring, but typically, nope, they're just self-insuring by default, mm-hmm. uh, which means you're using up your own assets. And, you know, the other one is, is you know, you can buy the traditional long-term care insurance. Uh, but the problem with that is, oh my gosh, I, you know, there used to be a bunch of companies that said we've never had a rate increase. Now they've all had monster rate increases. I mean, just huge, huge rate increases. And, yeah, you know, I've had the probably the biggest one I've seen was two hundred and sixty-seven percent over three what? years. Good yeah, tri- tripling your you know, and and of course, when when do you get that rate increase? When you're in your late seventies or eighties, and <laughs> you're more likely to need the care, uh-huh. so you can't really do much about it. Uh, the third type is either annuities or life insurance that are specially designed that give you extra benefits. These I like because of the insurance company can't do anything to you once you have one of these all the benefits are set in stone. Mm-hmm. They, they can't go around and mess around with anything or change any of the requirements and ask for extra money or, you know, anything like that. And, you know, and, and that's, that's to me, one of the, the biggest issues is, yeah, those, you know, you need, you need to have some help. And uh, for what I really think the, the scariest part is really the case where say it's a, a couple just starts retirement. One of them gets ill all of a sudden burns through right now it's about a hundred thousand a year it's mm-hmm. it's about nine thousand ten thousand a month and if they burn through that money you know for three four five years that other spouse the healthy spouse after the the one that's ill passes away could live another 20 years but with maybe a half a million dollars less in savings mm-hmm. that is going to massively change their entire you know course of their retirement so you know, again, this is something where you want to have some details. You want to have some some information on it. And, you know, one of the things we did set up here is a, a digital toolbox that has a lot of great data. Um, will your money last as long as you? Um, are you paying too much in taxes in retirement? But also it has a copy of my book, Worry Less Wealth, which has a section on, on the long-term care issues. And if you want to set a time to meet. So all you have to do to get that whole access to that digital toolbox is text the word toolbox. 800-454-1184. Again, text word toolbox, 800-454-1184, or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. This is something that Eric and his team have worked so hard for you on. And so this is something he's offering to you complimentary. Make sure you take advantage of this. We tell you about it, but make sure you put this number in your phone and take action because that's why Eric and his team are here to guide you about retirement. This is Wealth Creator Radio. That number again, 800-454-1184. Text the word toolbox. We're making it that simple for you. And then remember, check them out online at wealthcreatorradio.com. That's wealthcreatorradio.com. All right. So, Eric, we talk about long-term care and and high cost of health care in retirement. Walk us through how that fits into your retirement income strategy. Yeah, certainly. I mean, it's like I said before, uh, if one person gets ill and the other one lasts 20 years longer, I mean, yeah, that's going to massively affect that that care, right? So so we do have to have that, that built in. 
uh, you know, you just have to have normal healthcare costs too, right? Just the, mm-hmm. not just the premiums, but I mean, dental insurance. I mean, I've had clients that, you know, the dental insurance is so bad in, in retirement. I have one client that said, you you know, when I'm, when I die, you better have these teeth on display <laughs> to her kids because, you know, she had $28,000 in her mouth and, oh. um, you know, and Crazy. so, uh, uh, you know, so yeah, you have to, you know, account for the healthcare costs, but it, especially for the long-term care costs, uh, you know, how are you going to do it? Are you going to spend down all your assets? That that's, can be fine if you're single, but if you're married, it's really tough to do. And so then you have to plan out, you know, how's that, that drawdown going to affect your overall situation? You know, and, and are you going to have some other money to, to still be able to be retired, still be able to enjoy life and, and do things right? I mean, obviously it's a huge difference if something happens in your 60s or 70s versus your 80s or 90s. Right? So, yeah. So having some sort of protection for at least part of it, you don't have to insure all of it because obviously, you know, you still get Social Security, you still have some money coming in the door, even if you're, you know, ill. But, uh, you know, at, at right now, about nine to 10000 a month in, you know, in costs, yeah, you need to have, <laughs> you know, you need to have something there, right? And, you know, we can't prevent bad things from happening, but, yeah, you can have a plan, right? And And that's, to me, that's the biggest thing is, knowing how you're planning this. Our, we all have a plan. It's either self-insure, uh, traditional long-term care insurance, which is going up like like crazy, or some of these alternative asset types of insurance uh, products. And uh, those are my favorite to, to do, having something in there just to protect you. So, you know, again, if you want a little, little bit more information and you want to get, get some more details on that, uh, you can set a time or just look at our entire digital toolbox at the uh, Wealth Creator Toolbox by texting the word TOOLBOX to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word TOOLBOX, 800-454-1184, or download it directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. Get your plan in place now with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. We'll be right back with more of Wealth Creator Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Heckman Financial can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 800-454-1184. That's 800-454-1184. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. He is president of Heckman Financial. We're so happy to have you along with us today. So if you think back 20 years ago, I bet a lot of things happened that you didn't see coming. Think about it, Eric. The last 20 years of your life, what all has taken place? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously for me, I had raised three kids and, you know, got some out of college and some, <laughs> some closer to getting out of college or got on the way. But, yeah, uh, you know, but then also just technology, everything, right? There's the, the world's definitely different, uh, you know, digital communications, everything there. So, yeah, it, it's, yeah, change will always be happening and, you know, just need a plan for that and accept it, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, you look back at things that happen, so many blessings and even some unknowns. And all that's going to continue in the future, too. And so that's where I want to go with all of this right now, Eric. Tell us what are some of the big unknowns for retirement that we need to be aware of? Yeah, well, the the biggest four are uh, longevity. Of course, we know, nobody knows how long we're going to live. Uh, healthcare costs, which we do know one thing about those, they'll always be going up. <laughs> 
uh, you know, how the market's going to do over time, you know, which, which decade, which positive, are you going to get a good decade, bad decade, so forth, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and then taxes, um, kind of like healthcare costs, always going to go up, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so for taxes and, and markets, people, of course, focus a little bit probably more on those, but longevity and healthcare, it's kind of part where they don't focus as much. Right. So let's take longevity, the first unknown you mentioned. Um, we don't know how long we're going to live in retirement. Fortunately, right? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know when my end day is. But how do we know if we've saved enough when we decide to retire? Because we don't know how long we're going to be here. Yeah, no, it's always a big question and biggest concern pretty much for most people is outliving their money. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people underestimate how long they're going to live and they figure, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to be that old. And, and then, you know, some, I mean, it's funny because sometimes I'll talk to people and, oh, yeah, I, I don't think I'll make it past 75 or 80. And then, <laughs> and then their parents are still alive in their 90s or something <laughs> like that. You kind of go, why? What? Yeah. You know, but, but it, it is just some sort of weird mental thing that everybody kind of underestimates how long we're going to live, but then we think of other people living a long time and we don't associate that to us for some reason. But <laughs> so one of the things is you have to have an income plan. You have to have an income plan that says, okay, you know, with taxes, with inflation, you know, all your types of money and, and how they're taxed and run that out, you know, and does that money that last age 100? Uh, if it makes it to 95, yeah, probably close enough. If it makes it a 75, well, okay, time to redo your plan a little bit and maybe extend it out or, you know, do some big changes. So, uh, yeah, you, you definitely need to have that that re- income plan to, to really try to figure that out. All right. So why don't we get into some of the tools that we can use then to, to help make sure that our money is going to last as long as we do? Yes. So one of the biggest things that I find is you have to have three types of money. Um, you know, everybody focuses on the market money. That's the stocks, bonds, ETFs, all that junk. Uh, 401ks, that's the only option you have in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but a lot of people forget the foundational money, stuff that's guaranteed either by insurance companies, banks, or treasury. You need to have some money that's, that doesn't go down in those bad years because you will have bad years you know, in, in the economy while you're mm-hmm. retired. And and you don't want to lock in those losses. So that uh, diversification of money type uh, really helps you avoid desperation of having to sell assets. And then in the middle of that, that foundational money and the market money, I also like to have a thing called steady income funds where these are funds that don't have a t- typically a lot of volatility, but they pay you good income, good cash flow. Because uh, obviously you're always going to need money every month, just like when you're working, yep. you're going to need that in retirement. So, uh, you know, there are some stuff like, you know, some guaranteed annuity, other things that that can pay you a guaranteed lifetime income. And more and more research shows that you really need to have something like that for, you know, for any retirement plan really to work uh, with a high degree of, of certainty because of the fact that we may live a long time, right? And if those have a feature where they keep paying, even if the account runs out of money, uh, that helps you not run out of money, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so that, that, that's, what you, that's what you really need to do. So, and we've actually, we actually have a, a quick like 15 page, a little PDF that you can read called 
Will your money last as long as you do? Go figure, right? Yeah, go figure. Uh, Just what we're talking about at at our Wealth Creator Toolbox. So, you know, if that's something you want to get a copy of and a bunch of other great material in there, like uh, are you paying too much in taxes, a social security decision, all those fun things, and then even setting up a time to talk with uh, with me, Eric, all you have to do is text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184. Or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. And you are listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. I'm Luann Fulmer, and we are just having a good time talking right now about just four retirement unknowns. So Eric's bringing these to light, what we need to know about and what we need to plan for. Longevity is the first one, living a long time, but we don't know how long we're going to live. So you have to plan for that. And he's giving us some great ideas on tools we can use to make sure our income does last. Another thing, if you get into health care, I always say this, Fidelity estimates that an average couple that's like 65 years old is going to spend over $315,000 on health care costs in retirement. So those numbers are big numbers. They don't even include long-term care. So that's something we have to plan for, right? Oh, yeah. that I mean, we're just talking premiums, co-pays, you know, the prescriptions, all, all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that, that all adds up to 300 grand, yeah. or, you know, 150,000 per person, you know, divide that by you know, 20 or 30 years. It's still a pretty big chunk of change, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that's something that you have to have in your income plan. You can't just, you know, ignore that. And typically as you get older, you know, you, you get more ailments, so you take more medications and more other things, right? So that's why some of this goes up that you're not used to when you are working. Uh, so a lot of times people don't necessarily throw that into that planning process. But um, hmm. yeah, no, it is something that in, in that income plan that that does need to be a future line item of hmm. stuff that you might not be quite spending today, but you will be likely spending in the future. Right. So, but here's the deal. You could be healthy and just have smaller medical bills for a long period of time, or we could get sick and then have those big expenses, but, you know, unfortunately a, little, a shorter lifespan. So I, I don't know h- how you plan for both scenarios, Eric. That's got to be tough. <laughs> yeah, so, well, uh, you always have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what we do in all of our planning. So, you know, with, you know, my, my sons and myself all being Boy Scouts and, Boy Scout motto is be, be prepared. Be prepared, yeah. Uh, you know, so, so yeah, you have to be, you have to plan for the worst case more. And, and then obviously, hopefully we, yeah, it does. Yeah, you are healthier. Hopefully you, you are paying attention. I mean, one simple thing is have a plan to stay healthier, right? Ah. How are you going to keep moving? How are you going to keep uh, staying active? Mm. How, you know, are you getting that, you know, hour a day of activity every day someplace doing something, walking the dog or, you know, whatever it is, right? Doesn't have to be a big, big event, but something. So, uh, you know, so that's one thing. But, but yeah, lots of times life just happens, and you and you do get ill, and and so yeah, you do have to have that money in there. You have to have some backup money. So you need some emergency money. You need some money that's kind of accounted for in, in that plan for for that healthcare. And and then I always like to warn people: is if you're married, the biggest thing too is how much are you going to spend in terms of the, those dollars, and still have that healthier spouse that may live a lot mm. longer time frame have enough money to keep going. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you have to plan for the other one too. So it takes a lot of um, 
planning, and that's why they need to meet with a professional like you to kind of get these things lined up. Um, the the one thing I mentioned, you know, what Fidelity estimates the cost of healthcare, you know, does not mention long term care. So walk us through how you help estimate that expenses. Well, so we can't have money left over for the spouse that remains. Yeah, no, it, it can be really tough. Uh, you know, you, you, I mean, I think most of us have seen people who've you know had issues like this, but um, I mean, I've I've had relatives pay nine thousand a month. Uh, you know, in long-term care costs, and you know, nur- you know, nursing home costs, and that's a lot of money, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Even if you're getting three thousand, maybe four thousand from Social Security, that's still a lot of money coming out, and 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 you know, getting drained out of that plan. And so, for that healthier spouse, you know, there are certain things you can do. There's certain ways you can protect some of the assets. There's certain things that they don't touch. But yeah, you, you know, the the better system is to have a plan for it, not just to self-insure and, and by doing nothing and then figuring it out when it happens because th- that's not the good time to <laughs> you know have to figure this out and <laughs> you already have enough on your plate of trying to you know care for your, your loved one, right? So um, I would definitely have some sort of insurance-based plan, some sort of, I'm a bigger fan of the, the products that like annuities, life insurance that give you benefits that the insurance company can't change. And I think that's, those are the big ones to look at. Again, that's something we can talk about. It's always a little bit super case specific of, you know, what types of monies you have right now to fund it with and how to change assets. But um, it's something that's super critical because it is, like you said, more than half of uh, people need some sort of care. And and I think the the numbers are getting almost up to 70% in some studies I've seen. So uh, you know, it, it's not something that might happen. It's something that's more than likely to happen. So again, if you want to get a little bit more information, download it all in our Wealth Creator Toolbox. All you have to do is text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox 800-454-1184 or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. Your plan for retirement has to handle, you know, what's going to happen with the markets. Are they going to be up? Are they going to be down when you decide to retire? Eric's going to talk about that next, so don't go away. This is Wealth Creator Radio. Do you know whether your retirement plan has any weak points? Discover ways on giving your financial future the proper tune-up. Simply go online to wealthcreatortoolbox.com to gain a better understanding in taxes, social security, and other ways to manage your portfolio. And that's how it's done. That's wealthcreatortoolbox.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, you've said this before, Eric, it's impossible to know whether the market's going to be up when you retire or down. It just kind of depends on the decade you retire. And that's one of the big unknowns that we're going to face in retirement. So talk about how (laughs) you kind of, again, plan for the worst, hope for the best, but you plan for good markets, bad markets, everything in between. Yeah, I I always like to kind of go back through history a little bit and, you know, and think about, okay, what were the good markets and and good decades and bad bad decades? And why why do I talk in decades? Well, it's just, you know, it's silly when people talk about, oh, if you've put money in the S&P since 1926, 
Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Who, 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 who's still alive? Who did that? Uh, you know, well, you would have had very... to in probably 18 in 1926, yeah. right? So yeah. that means, you know, you know, yes, you're well over 100 and yeah. you, you probably don't even remember that far back if you're still alive. But I don't think anybody's alive anymore who, who was so. around that. So Not why, in are our we using, why, why are we using the stat? You know, it, it's silliness. So, so 10 years is a lot more, you know, manageable and inside your head kind of thing. And and 70s was an awful decade, a lot of high, hyperinflation issues and, and just, you know, flat energy crisis, other things. 80s, of course, we had the computer revolution starting, so it really revved up stuff. And 90s, of course, was, you know, all of the stuff about Internet. And then we had the horrible 2000 decade where we had the dot-com crash, Great Recession. That entire decade actually was slightly negative for the 10-year time frame. Hmm. And, and then the 2010s were the exact opposite. You know, we were coming out of that bad time frame and just everything shot up. And, uh, you know, and, and so I always like to equate it that if you really kind of look at all these decades, there's usually a, a great one, a bad one, and an in-between. And I think that's probably what most of us will, most of us today will be retiring for 30 years. It sounds like a long time, but it, it is pretty much the reality for most people now. And, you know, even, or maybe two, even if it's two, right? You're right. going to, there's almost always going to be a bad decade. There's always going to be a good one. And then probably in between one, you know, in, be, in there too. And, you know, if you get that third decade being the bad one, that's not bad. But if it's the first one, it's really bad, right? right. And so we don't know. And so that's why. We have to really have three types of money. We have to have the foundational uh, or the market money, which is what everybody's always focused on, 401k money and stuff like that, where it's all stocks, bonds, ETFs. But you need to have some money that's guaranteed, some money that can't go away, stuff that's earning some really good interest that's you know guaranteed in those bad years so you can go take that money. And then you don't have to go lock in your losses. You also want some steady income money, stuff that doesn't fluctuate a bunch in value, but pays you really good income because you always need income in retirement. And by doing that, you, you, that diversification of money types, it gives you the ability to not have desperation when you're going to have to lock in losses or anything like that. So, you know, that's how you can reduce market risk. It's also how you can, you know, more allocate your money. And, and I, I think that's the first and foremost thing that people really kind of need to start thinking about because it's very different when you're taking money out mm-hmm. versus when you're building money up because you don't care about these ups and downs when you're building money up right? because you're not touching it. But once you lock in those, you know, once you sell, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Right. <laughs> you, know, you sold it at whatever rate price it was that day. Right. It's scary. And, you know, we we do need to avoid those emotional decisions when things get rocky, like you're saying, you know, with the economy and the stock market and all that. So obviously having a plan is going to be is going to help us avoid those those bad decisions. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, having a plan helps a lot. Uh, also not getting yourself into that position. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and people you know, I, I've seen this numerous, numerous times the last 30 years where, you know, th- they say that they have one risk tolerance, but then they go, you know, I just, I just don't like those ups and downs anymore. And I mean, I, I, sorry, I probably hear that almost once a month where, <laughs> where people said, you know, that they didn't mind it when it was, when they're younger, but once you get close to retirement or you're in retirement, you just don't want to see those values going up and down. And plus it's also they're typically a lot bigger numbers, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, it's one thing if your $10,000 drops by 10%, but if your million dollars drops by 10%, you know, AK 100 grand, uh, you know, that's a lot more painful to, to look at and watch. And so I think that it's a little bit of mix of both of those. And so, you know, 
if you're not in that crazy roller coaster, uh, you know, the, by, you know, knowing your risk score, because that's one of the things we use, we use this risk score for clients. And, and by knowing that number ahead of time, we, we don't get you in that emotional situation where you're going to be reacting. And I always like to point out the fact that when people go to sell something, what do they go sell in bad markets? They sell the thing that dropped the least. Because nobody wants to sell the stuff that dropped the most, right? And right. plus you get less money. Yeah. And so you sell the thing that dropped the least, which means that is your best performing <laughs> stock. So, uh, you know, it's just kind of ironic how the how the mind works. And I always kind of equate this to if you have somebody who went to Vegas or, you know, casinos or someplace, right? They either will tell you two things if you say, how how, how was your trip? They'll tell you how much they won or that they had a good time. <laughs> and if they tell you how much, if they had a good time, ask them how much they lost because they will not, <laughs> they, will, they, they will be more than happy to tell you how much they won, but they'll never nah. be ha- more than happy to tell you how much they lost. And, you know, and again, so yeah, a lot of this comes down to having a plan, you know, and making sure that money is going to last, making sure you're not taking too much risk. Uh, we go over that in my book, Worry Less Wealth. Uh, we also do that when we actually meet with people and just talk to them and find out what their worries, what their concerns are. And yeah, so there's a link in, in our digital toolbox to set a time to talk with me. There's a lot of great other resources in there, a link to my book, all this, totally free. All you have to do is text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184, or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. This is what Eric does. He helps people retire every single day. He's been doing this for over 30 years, and he says our system is working very well. So call this number or put it in your phone so you can text the word toolbox. That's the keyword toolbox, 800-454-1184. And thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. So another unknown that you said we need to be ready for is the fact that we don't know what tax policies are going to be in place when we retire. So talk about, you know, what we could be doing now, Eric, to plan for taxes in the future. Well, one of the worst things I think my entire industry does is nothing with taxes. I mean, they, they try to avoid it. Uh, most financial advisors, you know, say, go talk to your tax person. Your tax person says, go talk to your financial advisor. It's just ridiculous. Um, if you're working with a financial advisor who's not licensed or trained in taxes, uh, you know, it, it's like, oh, I only work on the left side of the body. You have to go yeah. talk to a right side of the body <laughs> doctor. It's like, what? Oh. Uh, you know, that makes yeah. no sense, right? And so if you're talking about 401ks, IRAs, dividends, capital gains, all, you know, all this stuff has tax effect. And especially with when you're talking about retirement plans, um, you know, now that they've moved the retirement age from way back when, when it was 70 and a half and then went to 72, now it's 73 or 75 if you're uh, 1960 and later. Mm-hmm. What this did is it gave us a lot more time to move some money out of that taxable IRA 401k into tax-free Roth for the rest of your life. And if you're going to be, it's not that complicated. If you're going to be in, say, the 22% bracket now and most likely 22% bracket later, but you got 10 years of time, oh my gosh, convert, pay that tax today. And then that 10 years of growth now goes on the tax-free side of the ledger. Uh, So, you know, you need to be doing small conversions every single year. Every year at the end of the year, we meet with all of our clients and we look at their tax situation, look at how much income they made that year. 
can we figure out how much should we be converting to Roth year by year? Uh, it's not for the next generation. I mean, it helps them, but it's really for you because it helps you lower your personal tax returns. So a lot of times people, I think, kind of get this kind of confused because they think, oh, well, I'm just going to be, you know, that's more for my kids. Mm -hmm. Why do I care? No, no, no. This is for you to pay less in tax. And so you need to be looking at your taxes year by year because the other crazy part is, you know, it depends on which monies you take. Now, I had a client come to me pretty late in, you know, they were uh, just about to turn 70, about to retire. Mm -hmm. And the very first year, uh, they didn't nail some savings, some stock sales, other stuff that they had had before they stopped working. And both of them waited till 80, I mean, till 80, <laughs> until 70 to, to get their Social Security. So they're getting 80000 a year in Social Security wow. between the two of them. So it was great, right? They had some good income there. And only, uh, I think it was only about 26000 of that Social Security was taxed that first year. Well, the next year they started spending a lot more money. So they took money out of their, social, out of their IRA. Now 50000 of it was being taxed. The next year, they took out more money because they had to pay their tax bill that they yeah. owed on that previous year. Now, 70000 of their Social Security is being taxed. And why ah. is that? Because of they were taking money out to pay taxes. Uh, you know, As they take more money out, their income goes up and that, that tax goes up. So these are things that had we met a little earlier, we could have done had some time to, to try to fix some of these things, but we didn't really have as much. So again, you know, that's why we want to talk. That's why you want to get some information. So we set up the Wealth Creator Toolbox just to do all that. All you have to do is text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox 800-454-1184 or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. We'll be right back with more of Eric Heckman and Wealth Creator Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Are we headed towards a recession? If so, how will your retirement be impacted? With so much uncertainty on the horizon, the decisions you make today can have a huge impact on your financial future. When should you take Social Security? How will you reduce the impact of inflation? Are you comfortable with the amount of risk you're taking with your savings? Join Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial for an informational webinar where he'll discuss these factors and more. Spots are filling up fast though, so claim yours now. Go to wealthcreatorwebinar.com to find the day and time that work best for you. That's wealthcreatorwebinar.com. Don't let a recession or whatever the future holds dictate your retirement dreams. Sign up now for this free and informational webinar with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. Go to wealthcreatorwebinar.com. That's wealthcreatorwebinar.com. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You are listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I am Luann Fulmer, and Eric is president of Heckman Financial, where their mission is to get you to and through a worry-less wealth retirement. So Eric is here to guide you, to help you worry less and have a plan so you can have that retirement of your dreams. All right, so we're going to do our Wealth Creator mailbag right now, and I'm going to bring you some retirement questions to the airwaves. Are you good with this? Yep. Sounds fun. Okay. Let's go for it. First question. This is from Keith. And he says, I've heard estimates that healthcare costs will run around $315,000 for retirement after taxes. 
Could you explain that number? I've worked really hard and saved almost $600,000. That would mean half of my savings will go to just health care. I don't see how anyone can afford to retire if health care costs that much. Well, a couple of things. One is that's for a couple. So I don't know if he's married or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Sure. So, uh, but no, I mean, it's not something that you pay at one time, right? You're not just forking out a, you know, writing a check for 300 the day you retire. And so this is talking about the co-pays, you know, um, prescriptions, you know, all, all that stuff, dental, all this stuff over 20, 30 years of costs. And, you know, hopefully you've got Social Security money coming in and then earnings off that 600000 So, yeah, what we're talking about there is you do need to, you know, include maybe it's $500 a month or $1,000 a month for that health care costs in, in that budget of how much you're spending. And if you're, you know, if you run the income plan out and that's not enough money to retire, yeah, you, you might want to work for a little bit longer, right? Save a little bit more. Uh, you know, move to maybe a cheaper location in, in retirement. So, yeah, it, it is something that you do need to plan for because it, it's a big number. It's, it's you know, a lot more than people think. And, you know, and of course, it kind of gets lumpy sometimes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, all of a sudden you have one ailment and you have to do a bunch of stuff and then you you know, recover over that and you're not spending the money for a while. So, yeah, it, it can be kind of something that jumps up at you at some point and then kind of mellows out for a while again. So, uh, yeah, it's got to be part of everything of all that who knows kind of fund <laughs> that, <laughs> that you need to have. Right. So Right. Yeah. OK. So um, great answer there again. Just have to plan for it. That's what Eric says. So if you have a question about that, then certainly you could give them a call. The number again is 800-454-1184. So um, you know, reach out to them at any time. They would love to help you with any of your own questions. We're digging into our Wealth Creator mailbag today. Next question is from Stuart. And Stuart asks, what are the rules for when I have to start taking money out of my 401k? Oh, I like that question. That's good. Yeah. Well, Stuart, yeah. The the big thing there is for really any type of retirement plan, so any of the fours, as I like to call them, the 457, 403B, 401k, they all pretty much have the same rules for the IRA does, but with a slight little difference. So with the 401k, whenever you do start taking money out, uh, they do have to withhold 20% for federal taxes. And lots of times I find my clients only need to withhold about 15. So that's one drawback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so they do have a little bit different rules. Also, when you hit that required minimum distribution, which once upon a time was at 70 and a half, now it's 73. If you're uh, born before 1960 and at 1960 and later, it's 75. That's when you have to have to, even if you don't need the money, you got to pay the tax. <laughs> so they don't care if you spend it or, or save it, but you got to take out the money and pay, pay the tax bill. Uh, the Uncle Sam needs his money back. Yeah. And so one of the big drawbacks with 401ks is say you've got two IRAs, you could take all the money that you have to take out out of one or both. But say you took a bunch of money out of an IRA and you didn't want to take any money out of your 401k, well, you'd actually have a penalty for not <gasps> taking that money out because every retirement plan has to, any of the fours, they have to take that money from every single specific plan. So if you had two 401ks, you literally have to take whatever they have to take out from each plan. You can't aggregate those. So usually what we recommend for everybody is by the time you hit that required minimum distribution timeframe, 
have it all in the IRA format. You know, okay. it's, it's a lot easier, a lot simpler. Also, if you don't need that money, you can donate those assets to a charity and not have to pay the tax on it. But you can't do that if it's in a 401k. You can only do that if it's in an IRA. So again, there's a lot of benefits for moving it to an IRA. Not many benefits for keeping it into that old 401k format. You know, and, and so this, again, this is, you know, these are little tax things that a lot of people don't know about. I do uh-huh. a lot of tax training with the, with uh, Ed Slot, uh, you know, Master Lead Advisors, and I'm certified to, to do taxes in California. Uh, you know, so I do a lot of tax training because you need to have that. You need to know not only how much money, you know, will your money last as long as you do in retirement, but you also know, am I paying too much taxes in retirement? And the only way to know all that is to have, work with somebody who actually knows taxes. So, uh, again, that's, we've got some great resources, literally. Am I paying too much in taxes? And retirement is one of the, the downloads you can get. And will my money last as long as I do, along with my book, Worry Less Wealth, and even a link to set a time to talk with me. So if you've got any questions, you know, you can get all that at our digital site, uh, which is our Wealth Creator Toolbox. And all you have to do is text the word Toolbox, 800-454-1184. Again, text the word Toolbox, 800-454-1184 or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. If you have questions, they have answers for you. And the other thing you can do, we just want to let you know, is just you can even call that number if you would prefer to do that, 800-454-1184, and you can visit with them that way. Thank you for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. We're digging into our Wealth Creator mailbag today. Uh, This next question, Eric, is from Michelle. And she says, I keep hearing there are some benefits to contributing to an HSA. Any thoughts on that? should I be doing that? Yeah. So HSA is a health savings account. And so it's, it's basically a, an account where you can build up money. You can put the money in there. To, uh, you get a tax write-off for funding it. And you do have to have a high deductible plan. So that's one thing you have to get used to is having a plan where they don't cover much until you spent a whole bunch of money. But if you don't use your insurance much and you're not needing it as much, it does allow you to build up a lot of money to have a tax-free account in retirement that can then pay your medical expenses. Uh, so it can be a great deal. Um, you know, you can't uh, be funding those uh, typically over age 65. So it's something you need to do when you're younger, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but, but it can be a great way to have some tax savings. And in essence, it kind of grows like a Roth. You know, you, you get a, but the better part is you actually get to put the money in and get a tax write-off. And then the money comes out tax-free like a Roth does as long as you're using it for, for any sort of uh, healthcare costs. And so, yeah, it can be a great source, uh, but yeah, you do have to do you have to switch, you know, likely the type of insurance that you have. So you have to also figure out, am, you know, am I okay when I go see a doctor to pay $80 versus, you know, 10 Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, so it's a little bit of a different plan, but yeah, it, it can be a great way to go. Right. Very good. That's okay. Great information here as we're digging into our mailbag. Here's another question for you, Eric. Elizabeth says or asks, is my Social Security benefit going to be taxed? I can't figure out what to expect with that. More than likely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they they started taxing uh, Social Security benefits in 1980. Then uh, only half of it. And then they raised it up to 85% in the early 90s. But both of those numbers never, ever got indexed for inflation. So it's originally it was supposed to be only the rich and wealthy people. Now it's pretty much everybody. 
Uh, you know, now nice thing, shockingly for California is it's the only thing we don't tax pretty much is social security benefits, but it is on the federal side taxable. And, you know, one of the things is, uh, yeah, I had a client that took some money out of, out of their IRA and all of a sudden that $30,000 withdrawal raised their taxable income by $50,000. Whoa. And you kind of go, hold it. How can a 30,000 yeah. withdrawal from an IRA increase your tax, you know, your, your income by 50? Well, 20,000 of their social security benefits now got taxed. And so if you figure out the tax on that 30, it wasn't really a tax on that 30, it was tax on 50. Oh. And so again, when you're in retirement, you get to pick your tax bracket. You get to figure out which bucket am I going to take money from? And if all you have is the taxable bucket, there's not much tax planning. You just plan to pay a lot of tax. (laughs) So the way to fix this is plan ahead, have some tax-free money, have some diversity of assets and and tax classifications, and then you can spread that tax hit over time. My goal for my clients is to have the lowest tax, not one year, but lowest tax over their lifetime, not just year by year. So that's really the calculation we want to be doing is how do you pay the least tax over your lifetime? And again, that's stuff that we've set it up and that's stuff that we do when, we, when clients meet with us. So if you want to look at either having a time to talk with us or getting some of that great resources that we have in the toolbox, are you paying too much in retirement? Um, will your money last as long as you do? All that fun stuff in my book and time to meet. All you have to do is go to the Wealth Creator Toolbox and you can text the word toolbox to 800 800- 454-1184. Again, text word TOOLBOX, 800-454-1184, or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. And we'll be right back with Eric Heckman. This is Wealth Creator Radio. Stick around for the rest of our show. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Heckman Financial can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 800-454-1184. That's 800-454-1184. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. I'm Luann Fulmer with Eric Heckman. He is president of Heckman Financial right here in Silicon Valley. And all right, we have come to the time in our show, Eric, where we're going to have you tell another wealth success story because this is always something, it's just a really good example for us to see how things can actually work out for the best with retirees and hear about their situations. So what do you have for us today, Eric? Yeah, well, this one's, uh, we'll call them Al and Tina, but they, they came to me and, um, well, it was, it was right before all the COVID stuff happened and stuff. And and they were, you know, he, Al was talking to somebody, uh, this guy Jose at work, and they were, you know, both looking to retire. And, and they were in those target date funds, those ones that are, you know, have a date on them, you know, it's like 2025, 2030 and all that stuff. And those are really just a 60, 40 stock, stock, 60% stock, 40% bonds. And, you know, and, and he was just, you know, well, I think it's, to be honest, it's probably his wife saying, don't screw this up. So, <laughs> right. So she, you know, she wanted him to talk with somebody. And and so when we met, we, we kind of said, yeah, well, this is great for growth, but, but you need to start having income. You know, it's going to be a big change. And, and it's a very big change when you start having to withdraw money out of this after 
30, 40 years of, you know, putting money in, right? And so, you know, we, we divided that up into the three types of money I, I always like to refer to, which is, you know, found, not just market money, but foundational stuff, stuff that can't go away, um, some steady income. Then once he retired, well, obviously, was, if people remember, 2020 was a little kind of a crazy year with, the, with you know, the shutdowns and all that stuff and the market dropped and then started coming back up. Well, you know, we were able to pivot during that drop to the foundational money and the steady income. And we didn't have to lock in any losses. We didn't have to change any of his market money. Uh, then the market went up great. So we pivoted that next year to taking that money out of there. And then once again, you know, the next year was, was kind of a bad year in the market. So we pivoted again to taking that foundational money. And, but all the time that steady income, all those years was, was paying out some income. And so by having those options from, you know, switching from one side to the other side, year by year, uh, you know, we didn't have to lock in as much. And Al at one point, uh, you know, told me the fact that, um, you know, he was talking with his friend Jose and he had huge losses. He had to sell off stuff when things were down and, and, you know, he's very freaked out about his retirement. He still hasn't met with me, <laughs> but, oh. Oh. Uh, um, you know, but, but, you know, Al, Al's very happy cause he's like, yeah, it is scary to be retired. And, but uh, now he's getting used to taking the money out and, and having that. And at least we're able to kind of figure out which way to take monies from, you know, we're also blending in, which should he be taking IRA money or, um, you know, just regular savings, regular investment stuff. So we're also looking at the tax aspects along the way. And, but just having some plan, they don't have to like see all the news and see all the bad stuff out there and be freaked out. Because they know, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we, we've got a plan for this. This is what we've been doing. This is how we've been changing things. They know we're going to have a you know, meeting usually every January to figure out how we're getting our income this year. Um, if there's big changes, we, we get a hold of them. So by having that, that knowledge, it just makes you so much more relaxed and just they can go off and have fun and travel like mm-hmm. they've been doing and seeing their families and doing all the stuff they've always wanted to do and getting that bucket list checked off. So... Again, that's why we set up the digital toolbox for people to get that great information. All you got to do to get that info is text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184. You've been listening to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman. I'll be back with you next week. And again, if you need to set up a time, 800-454-1184. Thanks for listening. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.